0: Maybe uh, two or three years ago, I was dating this girl. And one day she said to me, I-, I want you to add me on LinkedIn. And I turned to her and said, why must I add you on this uh, virtual program? I-, I support you and your career on uh, reality. And she said to me, I, I don't trust you. I-, I want you to endorse me on my public speaking. And my teamwork abilities, I said, I, I, I see no need. I, I support you, and I, I think you are good at this. She said, you are, you are liar. You do not want me to succeed in my life. I said, I am just a, a cook. My, my, my input means nothing, nothing on this this program. Uh, and she went crazy. She said. Uh, you do not want me to have a good life, and I did not know how to respond. I said I helped her put her resume on, on the internet, and she went crazy. Heart
1: of Food I made the beat. It's a, it's a green light Take a left, then we take a right Me and Zay in the Beamer, that's a scary sight Air Max on my feet, looking china white I know you smell the loud on me, that's that dynamite Fuck a bitch, boy, fuck a nigga, too shit Get the money, then we jump back in the spaceship Told my girl, drive the car, yeah, I'm pussy whipped The world is mine, time is money, I'm forever rich I found my wave, I was surfing, I remember it Zay told me keep your eyes on the jellyfish oh. Bitches stinging niggas leeching doing everything Ever I'm the truth, that's a fact, they can never this Fuck a bitch boy, fuck a nigga too shit mm. Shirt open while I'm chewing on my toothpick oh. Sub-Zero, we're the coldest niggas on the strip She said she likes the way I speak, now she's licking lips You see us winning, never hate What's
2: going on everyone? Episode 34 of High Top Flip Flops It's a brisk Sunday morning, uh, and we're chilling in Mississauga real quick. It is Chris, aka Chris, aka Not Chris, aka the Tamil Hemingway, aka Mr. Date Your Girl with you, aka Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, aka Little Poopy Dirt. I'm here with my main man, Naveik.
3: Hey, it's Naveik, aka Naveip, aka Aziz Bansari, aka Young or Big Seon, aka Little Couch, and we have a great guest here today. Do you have any, do you have any uh, AKA's?
4: I mean, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Brown Man Thinks, I guess, a good one, a.k.a. Yeah. BMT, Ooh, a.k.a. Wow. Uh, young Cocoa Butter, even though that's taken somewhere else yeah. from a That's Racist song, <laughs> that's a.k.a. Right. Young Nutella, yeah. a.k.a. Um, I, I really want to drive your car, sir, please. <laughs> it's really nice. I'll never get a chance to drive a Porsche in my life. Can you please? Oh, no? Okay, cool. That's fine. Um,
2: <laughs> That's all the AKAs. That's great, man. Uh, AKA Mahan. I guess we should we should also say your your government name yeah, unless yeah. you want us to bleep that up for you. Uh know.
4: no, it's, it's it's all right. I think uh, I think I'm clear. Yeah, for yeah, now. Yes, yeah. mm. yeah.
2: yeah, so we've got Mahan in the cut. AKA Brown Mentix, AKA Young. Would you say dark chocolate? I Milk said uh, chocolate? Young,
4: <laughs> cocoa <butter>? young. Young, <laughs> cocoa. yeah, young cocoa butter. Good, that's good. Uh, and then young Nutella. That's it. Young Nutella. That's yeah. that's it. The hazelnut man. The it's, hazelnut is a key yeah.
2: difference. Thank you for joining us today, man. We've uh, we've certainly looked forward to. Uh, sitting down and chatting with you f- for a little while now uh for a couple of reasons i suppose um one being fans of your work when you were uh producing and making comedy videos on youtube oh thank you um and also you know just because you're uh you're a guy man you i'm, a, I'm a, guy. You're a guy you're a good guy oh thank um, you i mean it's a little quick to judge <laughs> to be quite honest i guess so you know yeah we're about two minutes in so <laughs> perhaps by the end of this episode we won't feel the same way, but you know yeah. what? That's or okay. I could be a psychopath. Yeah, and <laughs> that's, you just, you that's, don't know. that's why I got the scissors, pair of scissors in my coat
3: jacket right now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. don't well, worry about it. I like to see the bar as have you ever had sex with a ghost? Yes, then I don't know about you. <laughs> no, then you're in the clear. Okay. Because so far, it's Bobby Brown and this woman that says she had sex with 20 ghosts, which we'll get into later on. 20 ghosts. Yeah, it's pretty... <laughs> oh, man. So, first question, yeah, so Mahan. Have you had sex with a ghost before?
4: <laughs> no. Um. I mean, like, growing up as a young adolescent kid, there's a couple of times where you start maybe, like, uh, you know... uh. <laughs> <laughs> but there was uh, unfortunately, there was no one else in the room. All right, fair enough. Um, but if someone else would be, it'd be consensual. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Let's oh, keep sex. it consensual. Uh, you can have ghost sex, guys. Just consensual ghost sex. Consensual. Always. Always. Forever. Yes. Would, would you
3: have safe ghost sex?
4: I mean, I don't see myself. Um, there's not child support for ghost children, is there?
3: You know, the good thing is nobody can see them except you. So
4: I you mean, know. then not away, my guy. <laughs> like, <they're just> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Not away, please.
2: Um so for those for those who may not be familiar with uh, some of the work you did, how how would you have described the uh the style of video that you put on YouTube at the time? Mm. Um, or let's let's backtrack even further because it's Base level, it was comedy that you put out that yeah. you decided to put out. So let's start by saying, uh how old were you when you put out your first video? Do you remember? My
4: first video, I wanna say I was either sixteen or seventeen. Okay. And break yeah. break
2: down the thought process. Do you remember? So obviously you're in high school at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um how long had you been thinking about doing it before you jumped into
4: it? Mm. And what
2: was like the, the trigger?
4: Um so I never originally thought that um youtube would be like something yeah. to be quite honest uh i was just like the only time i used youtube was to watch like very normal things and maple story tutorial videos which yeah. is <laughs> like yo man my my thief character would have wrecked your shit <laughs> <laughs> honest <laughs> question honest question when yeah. did you
2: stop playing maple story age-wise
4: age-wise um i want to say 17 or 18 but i would have kept playing if like more of my friends continued okay, i'm fair not enough. gonna lie fair enough. um I, yeah i totally like if my friend group was still playing maple <laughs> story today i'd still run it like i don't even
2: care <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: <probably not. laughs>
2: but sorry continue
4: um i don't know i could become like a maple story gamer like, you these could, are, yeah, yeah. are huge now you uh, could, yeah. could are you, they huge you
2: could be like a, a, a twitch or like a, a yeah, gaming youtube it. guy yeah
4: maple story yeah oh, man beautiful um <laughs> uh, Yeah, so um, how I got by in high school was basically just reenacting, like, Russell Peter jokes, right? Mm. Only brown kid in um, a white school. I wouldn't say only, but, like... There was, like, three, so okay. pretty much, right? Where, where, uh, was
2: it this area? Was it Mississauga that you grew up?
4: Uh, Caledon, actually. Okay. So I was on the border of Caledon and Mississauga. But the thing is, like, Caledon is... I'm sorry, uh, border of Caledon and Brampton. Gotcha. Um, the thing is, Caledon has more land space than uh, Mississauga and Brampton put together. Wow. But um, not even close to even half the population. Or it's all, like, farmland or what have you, right? Okay. So I, all the buses essentially, like were, like, 45-minute, 30-minute kind of, like, drives to pick up multiple different kids or what have you. So there's like, a really wide variety of kids, um, white kids. Yeah. (laughs) But um, still a really wide uh, variety, right? Um, So I just get by by saying, like, Russell Peter jokes. Either Mm. they knew it or um, they hadn't heard it before, and they're like, oh, this is great, what have you. Um, So then I was like, yo, I really think I want to become a comedian. Like, that's what my thing was. Like, that was, like... This is the only way a brown person can make it. Like, a brown guy can't be a rapper, like... Like I look at Nav now, I'm like, "Yo, man, if I looked like you and <laughs> I rapped like you, I would be too self conscious." <laughs> to... But at the same time, the fact that he's doing it is amazing. That's like, right. Like you shouldn't stop any of this t- from doing whatever exactly. the hell you're trying to do. But Russell anyways, Peters
2: was kind of the uh, kind of an enabler at the time, right? Or at least like it it sparks the thought that it's, it's like, like, "Oh, this
4: is possible. Wha- wow, this is so possible." Like yeah. this is actually doable, especially because he's like so close to home. Mm-hmm. He is Canadian. He was in Brampton slash Toronto. Yep. Um. He, he was a guy that kind of, like, he was DJing first. He was doing, like, a bunch of other things. So he just seemed like a character where, like, this is a normal everyday guy that just worked really hard, um, got really good at what he did, and it's possible. If yeah. I'd seen, uh, I guess, more brown rappers or more brown anything, um, as far as, like, the Western media goes... Mm. Um, I would have totally been like, yo. And who knows? Maybe if I saw, like, Inziz and Zari, I wouldn't be making, like, I wouldn't have started making, like, brown jokes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just, like, the very first thing. I think, like, I don't know if uh, Russell Peters um, started it. I think Eddie, like, uh, was it Eddie Murphy? I think Eddie Murphy, what's mm-hmm. who's a black leather jacket dude? <coughs> Eddie, yeah. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I think he started it, like the whole like racial kind of stereotypes, right. and then Russell Peters really like took the brown one and what have yeah, you, because yeah, yeah. I don't think like the U.S. was ready for like all the other uh, things. Anywho, so um, I'm talking. Um, we. Uh, funny story, like I met up, I actually met Russell Peters. Whoa, um, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, long, it was it, long it long was, a, was a, it was a
4: meeting greet. It wasn't like oh, a, oh <laughs> yo, like what's what's yo? I seen your stuff on YouTube. What's really good. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, this is even uh, as I think I was making my first video. Um. This is a really funny story, but also kind of sad. Um, oh, so, my man. friend got beat up by a kid, right? I don't know what the story was. Like, or a, why. someone
2: younger than him? No, no, oh, older like, than him. Okay, okay. Of, okay. Uh, not
4: older, sorry. Same age, right? right? It, we don't even know what happened. So, like, we're chilling, sitting on, like, the football field, like, benches or what have mm. you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, talking, shooting the shits, what have you. And then, like, randomly, this guy comes up. He's like, you did this punch right so it's like there's no like what what just happened kind of thing right he he got a couple of shots in before anyone else could even like do any like react kind of right um so every then everyone's like yo what the fuck's going on we push him off or what have you um and then my friend's like like he's crying and i'm just like yo i've never seen this guy cry before he's obviously very hurt yeah um and then we looked at his collarbone and it was broken so what had happened is he got a, a knee to the collarbone right Uh, very painful thing so that happened and basically I I was sad for him for what happened but also because we were supposed to see Russell Peters the (laughs) next day (laughs) but at the same time I was like yo um, don't worry what you call it, I'm going to get two of them, we're going to get two signed, I'm going to give you one, it's going to be great, Um, but then he he, he comes to school the next day, and I'm just like, what, like, why are you here? He's like, yeah, so my mom gave me an ultimatum, she's like, either I could go to the Russell Peters thing, but I have to start going to school right away, or I could take a week off school and just chill, and then he's like, obviously you know what I picked, and I was like, "All right, yes! (laughs) So we went, we got, um, I got red, white, and brown autographed by Russell Peters. Um, he got it too. And I guess he got the last laugh because once we got the picture or whatever, my, I, I'm not even looking at like the right direction. Oh. Him and Russell Peters are looking at the camera doing this. Wow. Um, and I was like, oh, man. But it, it's okay. It was his moment. He really needed yeah, that. He like, needed that man. Yeah, man. Um, wow. That's, that's a, It's a painful thing to deal with. <laughs> but at the same time, he had a dream, he <laughs> had a goal, <laughs> made it happen. <laughs>
2: that's, well, yeah. that's fucked. I feel really bad for friend Do you still know this friend? Do you still talk yeah, to this Yeah, he's
4: still my best friend uh, to date. Um, he actually came back uh, a day or two ago from okay. Australia. He's right been on. gone for a year, just traveling abor- abroad. Mm. Um, yeah, I kind of laugh at him. I'm like, yeah, you're, tr- you're trying to find yourself like every white girl <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs>
2: That was good. what this was he saying out there what so
4: um he so by the way his background is um he's half brown so okay. his dad's a uh, muslim and his mom's white okay so that's the closest thing wow. i could get to like a brown friend because <laughs> <laughs> he would be running the brown jokes too and like it, had he not been like uh had we had more brown people i would have just called him out I'm yeah. like, Yo, you know you can't be saying some of this This like half applies to you you know what i mean like, your dad isn't really that much of a fob. <laughs> he says a couple of words. Like he says flower and "girl," a girlfriend kind of weird, but that's yeah. about it. Um, but it's like, ah, yeah, you pass, whatever. Um, yeah, so he went to Australia. Just like he finished school, and he's like, F it, I'm going to travel. Because okay. that's usually what people do. Like they travel after high school or after university yep. slash college. Right, right, right. So he got a job as, like, something, some position in a hotel. And now he just, like, so he had the visa for the year. Uh, he's saved up and he's just like traveling in a whole bunch of like bing bong lands, not mm-hmm. to be racist or anything, but I legit don't even know the countries that he's at. Like it's in between, I think Thailand and India where okay. he was like, he's just posting pictures of legit. Like what my dad would have posted, like him like, with like a motorcycle randomly <laughs> yeah, eating, with, eating with locals. There's like, he's eating insects. He's drinking beer. Okay. He's just having a, seems like he's having a good, good like time. a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for him. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, he knows about the struggle more than I do now. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. even like, can't even come at him with that angle. So, that's
2: yo, man, you really experience, like Mississauga transit. Like, that's a struggle in itself. Yo, you know, bro, uh,
4: <laughs> commuting to Humber College. Well, <laughs> I was fuck, bro. The <laughs> hectic.
2: That was just like you know pillaging in a uh, you know. Man. small village
4: yeah i did that too uh <laughs> transits shitty right. op- it's shitty thing um yeah i don't but, remember where we we're going with no this, that's
2: but. okay uh so, so yeah obviously uh it kind of kickstarting or having this inspiration from russell peters or, or just realizing that there was a, a yeah. space for brown people to kind of have this or or make comedy um so what was it, what was it like kind of getting or preparing yourself for this very first video is what i'm kind of thinking Like, did you okay, have so camera equipment did you have all this stuff ready were you using a webcam
4: so, what had happened was, um, I'm trying to think what was my first camera? Either it was a cell phone or a webcam for real, one of the two, I think so, yeah. Um, or it could have been a DSLR, I don't know. Um, so what happened is, I saw aka that's another uh brown uh mm. YouTuber, yeah. Um, it, I saw him do videos, and basically, what he was doing, this is before he um made like some really notable content mm-hmm. right um but basically what he was doing he was just in front of a computer screen and he was just like yelling kind of mm-hmm. right yep. he was just like he, he's ranting and there's nothing wrong with that that's just what people did back yep. in the day um he's ranting uh ranting and i was like i can do this like what the fuck like, what the <laughs> <laughs> i can rant you know yeah. what i mean like you always think everything's easier before you've done it right of course. um i was like i could do this um and then i started watching some more youtubers i think, they, I think it was like kimothy daylog ghetto yep. yeah so the very first video I had ever done and created was an exact copy of uh, <laughs> Timothy de laghetto's video okay um, legitimately like all I did was like replace like the item that the joke was being made of and it's just like oh now it's my joke right, but right, it, right. it wasn't and it was totally a copy <laughs> hey, um, I put it up uh, literally like... Within the first day, like two people said, Yo, this is a copy of team uh, uh, De La ghetto. And um I just I instantly just took the video down and I was like, They right? They're <laughs> like I, I can't I can't front, right? Like yeah. um so I went back to the drawing board and I was like, I'm gonna talk about um the weather okay the, the, my I, I had this weird i i don't know why i still remember this video because yep. i don't remember majority of them <laughs> but um it was like yeah like why do they give me like wh- what it's gonna feel like just tell me whatever the temperature is or just better than that just tell me what i'm gonna have to wear like yep. that's i don't need to know the exact uh degree or what have you like tell right. me it's t-shirt weather tell me it's this and then it was like a, a jersey shore joke this, uh, yeah, that's how old this yeah uh, this is right like um so i was like all right cool um i made that i was ranting and that was the first video where it was like, I think it was like eight likes and six dislikes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, positive, <laughs> this, ratio. Yeah, it's a, a positive ratio. Yeah, it's a positive. Yeah, it's a positive ratio. Um, <laughs> I think I ended up taking that video <laughs> down too. <laughs> at a certain point, I think uh, I just kept posting them and I kept posting like just me ranting on uh in front of uh what you call it either the webcam or uh, dslr mm. um but a part of me also wanted to make sketches a part of me just wanted to kind of um maybe it was like a cry for attention legitimately mm. um because a lot of me like a lot like a big uh thing is like yo i just want to make people laugh yeah. right so it's like if i dive in like deeper like why do i have this need or right. what have you, right? um and i was just kind of like mad lonely i didn't know where my place was mm. even like um because we moved to Caledon when i was like in grade three or four yeah right so it's like okay cool like i always get like senses like oh i belong here or what have you or like yo we're all playing ball hockey but there's also a a, a piece where i was like yo these aren't really like my people Right. Um. And that doesn't have to do with, like, color or anything like that. I just didn't feel like I fully belonged right. within, like, whatever was going on, right? Yep. Whether that was, like, not being invited out to play uh, ball hockey, whether that was um just certain things in the culture that I didn't understand right. or the way that they might have celebrated things. And then, like, you know what I mean? Oh, I got this for Christmas. And I was like, I got a pair of fucking shorts yeah i got like, <laughs> breakfast made because yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. another tuesday yeah, yeah yeah so it's like uh it was like yo I'm, I'm trying to find this um sense of belonging i'm trying to interact make people laugh um i really like the idea of stand-up comedy mm. so i wasn't um yeah like I, i'm trying to start a, like thing like I, I don't know what it was but I kept, like, just making these, like, rant videos. And I made a couple of skitch- uh, sketches here and there. But then I c- ultimately kind of, like, gave up on that because that requires, like, people. And, um, yeah, you just have to have people that are just care as much as you do. And I just didn't get that. But that's fine. So, yeah, I just kept making um, rant videos. Yeah. And it was interesting because for a good while, I was getting recognized a little bit yeah. when I was going to Brampton. But, like, in my own space... I didn't feel it. Like your friends aren't gonna treat you any differently, right? Your friends are just gonna shut up. Like I think the first thing is like, yeah, okay, cool. Talk to me when I get a thousand subscribers. and I was like, All right, cool, here's a thousand. And he's like, All right, cool, man. I don't give a shit. I was like, all (laughs) right. It is what it is. But then like I go over to Brampton, it's like, oh man, your brown man thinks. And I just like it was weird. It was like, yo, man, I don't I don't know if I like being noticed. Right. (laughs) It's like it's it's really weird. It's like um you're quiet, you're to yourself. Um but at the same time, um, like people are just approaching you randomly. And I didn't make like the the best of content. I talked about like blow jobs. I talked yeah, about yeah, other yeah. things. Quality stuff. Though. Yeah. Quality stuff. Well, at the time, like that's what I thought was funny. I genuinely right. thought I was being funny, but like yeah. when I look back on it, I was like, Oh God, like Oh,
2: it's <laughs> certainly that's that's always gonna happen. I mean, mean, yeah,
4: so it is what it is. But like I'd I'd get people like giving me sometimes I get people giving me dirty looks. I get people that were like, oh, remember I like being at a water which yeah. is like the temple, right? And like an uncle pulls me aside. It's like, you, you know the stuff you're putting out isn't good. And oh, I'm like, shit. oh man, But also I'm more on just like a, like a, wow, like an inappropriate kind of level. Yeah, it's like, yo, yo, this or? is not inappropriate. Yeah, it's just like... I was like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, I was gonna say like, oh, do you have fucking four thousand subscribers? <laughs> my dick. Yeah, that's like, uh, but my my thing was like, yo, I I just wasn't trying to listen to anyone. My thing was, like, yo, f all y'all, y'all y'all a bunch of haters. Yeah, seriously, y'all a bunch of this, y'all a bunch of that. But um, it did affect me like hundred percent. Um, I know it weighs on you a little bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Um, especially as someone that like, I don't know. I just, I never, I never thought of myself as, like, big or brand my things or have this many. Like, I especially, like, don't now, right? Because of, like, everything's, like, mad stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't done stuff for a while. But even when it, I was doing stuff, it's like... Um, I don't know i just it, it just seemed very weird that people like fame could kind of translate over the internet right. and this is like before there's like really like youtube stars That's you know it. what i mean like That's there it. was people like, there's like timothy D, like a, a ghetto there's people that were recognized but there wasn't people like there's no fan um events like yep. there was no like oh this is like people are going crazy or what have you like you can see, like you can see today in kids they're like yo I want to become a YouTuber I want to be famous off YouTube and I want to be make a living like that's their whole thing. Yeah. Whereas like people that started off were like kind of like this YouTube thing's cool maybe this will my uh, help me like traject or like move to a different direction or this will be like the next building step. I it wasn't like-, like the the end all goal. So going back to why I actually um, did make a video is. Um, I saw the AKA thing, I was like, I want to do comedy, but I actually called up a local stand-up uh, thing, and they're like, you're not old enough, we need oh, someone wow. that is uh, 18, or and in some places it was 19 because of the drinking age, or what gotcha. have you, so I was like, f- like, what am I going to do, wait an entire year? At, at this point, like, my YouTube was actually like, like, it was going up, and up, and up, and up, Yeah. so I was like, alright, cool, like, uh, or sorry, it wasn't going up, and up, um, sorry, I totally effed up the story. <laughs> um, yeah, no worries. I wanted to do stand-up. Um, they're like, nah, you can't do this. You're too damn young. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. I'll do YouTube. And I just kept posting and posting simply because I knew I, like... I wasn't going to make any money off mm-hmm. of it. You had to be 18. You you could lie or whatever and be like, yo, um, fake your age or what have you. But because I thought I would take this seriously, yeah. um, I didn't lie about my age. Mm-hmm. So there's literally like a year of doing it where like I wouldn't, it doesn't even matter if my video went viral or what have you. I, I wouldn't have gotten paid whatsoever. Right. So there was none of that. So I just kept posting and posting and posting. Um, and then, uh, and then what happened after that? I went to school for comedy for a little
3: bit. Yeah, Really? Yeah. What school?
4: So what happened was uh, after I'd finished high school, I was in this weird kind of thing where it's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to do. Um, Because YouTube, like, it still didn't seem like a career uh, option. Uh, Comedy was still something I wanted to do. And nothing in university kind of tickled my fancy. Um, and I still hadn't fully thought about doing, like, film in school properly yet either. Or if I had, I just, I didn't qualify or I just wasn't, I couldn't do it. Like, I, I, maybe I passed the time because I was, like, kind of loafing around for, like, a month or two just trying to figure out what the hell I'm trying to do. <laughs> so I applied to this program in Humber College called uh, Comedy and Script Writing. Uh, sorry, Comedy Performance and Script Writing. Um, and some notable comedians have actually come out of that program. But the thing is it's like no one can kind of um, no one can kind of like make you successful. Like mm. if you can you can do a course in filmmaking, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna get like a filmmaking job and you're gonna like you're gonna become a successful filmmaker or some sort of director or what have you. It's not as simple as like maybe like the account thing or like something where like the directory like it's kind of known as like more straightforward, you do- yeah. Yeah. So um, I did that and I did get like uh, I did that for about six months where before I eventually dropped out I got mm-hmm. a lot of good knowledge I found out about other stand up comedians um, so that's when like my love for like Russell Peters really started dying out and I started like liking other jokes and I started like really just kind of like soaking up the culture yeah. and like some of the other things like I had n- I had no idea who Louis CK was mm-hmm. before that um, I did had no idea who like um, George Carlin was, um, I knew like some of the, the black comedians. Cause like on YouTube, all I would look at is like Def Jam um, yeah. comedy, right? That was like great, and I, I was always under this impression I was like, yo, man, white people ain't funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> white people, jo- like, what do you watch, Seinfeld? Yeah. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Like, this shit ain't funny. Um, obviously, <laughs> you know what I Seinfeld? think I love Seinfeld, Seinfeld right, right now. Okay, I love okay, it right now. But at the time, it was right, like, right. it was like, what is this posh white humor? You didn't get you it. Know, yeah, right. yeah, I didn't get it. I absolutely did not get it. Yeah. Like, I watch Seinfeld now, and like it was so relatable. Like yeah. even mm-hmm. today, this is great. Right um but at the time it was like it's I was just watching like loud comedy yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. but like, not to say that like, uh, the black comedy is only loud or what have you. There's so many good comedians yeah. there. There's so much, and it's like, y- there's more like relatability too with black comedians oh, yeah. where it's like they always talk about the struggle getting at the hood, and then like you can kind of relate that to like, uh, immigrant parents and yep. like that struggle is still very real. They're always talking about like their parents being mad cheap or whatever, like the Eddie Murphy thing on like the ice cream and the McDonald's. Oh, like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make your own big mad. Like, that's like, a lot of immigrant parents yes, have had to certainly. deal with that, see that. So, it, it was, like, it transcended more yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah. just, um, I guess, color. But then, what white comedy, or, like, not that, like, it has to be like this, but is like, they're able to, like without having the racial bias they're like they can just like look at life and not feel any sort of ways where they're just like why do i have to deal with like so like sometimes with white comedies like they have like their humor is in like little jokes or like little nuances and whatnot and i've really grown to appreciate that and like even like louis ck like he's not really talking about but yeah he does tackle like bigger issues um oh man should I be talking about I mean, after this the whole situation? Yeah. You know what? I mean this is before I knew what he did and what have you? Sure. Yeah, I did not know any th- like that kind of humor existed. Like he's just talking about um I don't know what he was talking about. He's talking about like how like filling up a car full of his kids and getting everything up for like a, a vacation or whatever is like the biggest deal in the entire world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like like you don't think about that as a kid, right? You don't think about those little yeah, nuances. It's yeah, yeah, just like, oh man, I just I hope my parents don't freaking hate me today right, or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. Um so that kind of like comedy just like spoke so much heavily. But um that program opened up my eyes. I got a couple of chances to do like open mic stand up. Nice. Um What it was, was that like? Nice. It was it's so nerve wracking, man. It's so like you get so nervous, um because, like, me, myself, like, I'm not someone that likes to be in the spotlight. Mm. But at the same time, I do like telling stories. <laughs> and when I do tell stories, I don't like to be interrupted, which is a lot. I had that a lot when I was, uh, what you call it, a kid where I'm just like, trying talk. yo, mom, can I go to? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, I do enjoy telling stories. And I want to be able to, like, I want to have the ability to say it without anyone interrupting me. Just, like, let me finish before you punk my life, right? Yeah. Um, So I guess stand-up comedy really presented that thing because you're, like, you're elevated on a stage. It's, like, your time to speak. Obviously, someone can heckle you and ruin your entire day, but um, it is what it is. So I got a couple of opportunities to do stand-up. It's very nerve-wracking. The room's, like, dead quiet. Um, Like, they're judging you right away, so it's, like... It isn't until you get your first laugh where you can calm down a little bit. But even then you're not fully calm. Right. Right? And I haven't I've never got in like super breakout laughs. I've mm. got chuckles, mm. I got smiles, so it's like you're sorta of there, but like there's still Man. the silence.
2: So where was where was this comedy club or where was it so, that you did these?
4: Um with the program, you get to do it at Yuck Yucks, okay. right? But there's other places that I did it, too, just because, like, talking or whatever. Like, I did it at a vape lounge, which Whoa. is, like, <laughs> no. which is like no one laughed because everyone's just yeah. stoned out of their mind. Yeah, but you know they're, cool. like, enjoying them because they're smiling. No, they're just ripped. <laughs> like, they're just out of it. Yeah. Um, So, it was like, no one's really full-out laughing. They're just kind of, like...
2: Yeah, laying back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: they're just, like, smiling at you, which is, like, all right, cool. But it's, like... You, there, like, when you write a stand-up act, you time where you think you're going to get laughs, And you'll adjust for as you do it or what have you. Um, but, yeah, like, you, you have to... You know where the pauses are and what have you. And then when you, like, go up there for the first time and you're doing your performance... And then you have a pause there because you think people are going to laugh and no one laughs. You're just looking at you smiling a little bit and you're just like, "Okay, I'm going to continue on now." All right. And everything's timed. Like you have to be if you're given 2 minutes, you you stay up there for fucking 2 minutes and you get off exactly at like 2 minutes. Right. Like there's th- that's like a big thing. It's like that could even like you could be a really good comic apparently. And this hasn't happened to me because I wasn't a really good comic. <laughs> but um, what you call it, if you're if you don't like get off in time, um, they won't bring you back to the show. Unless, of wow. course, like you're Dave Chappelle or you're like the, the heavyweights. Like yeah. no one's going to say shit to of you, course. right? Um, which, funny enough, Dave Chappelle did that to so many people. Really? <laughs> man. Yeah, because he's, he's, he'll do like five-hour long stand-up specials. Yeah, yeah, where, like It's not a special, but he'll be on stage for literally five hours just oh, riffing on jokes and whatnot and just like improv w- well not improv but like just like off the top of the yeah, dome yeah, yeah. mixed in with some other jokes and him and Dane Cook or Dave Cook or whatever his name mm-hmm. was yeah um they they had like the longest kind of thing he had like four hours dave Chappelle coming up back with five but like if you're if you're talking for five hours people's minutes are gonna get cut oh like there's man. nothing and you can't be like yo put me like take dave Chappelle off like are you freaking crazy that's yeah, not, happening, that's not ever, happening you know what i mean <laughs> no one's gonna tell connie to come off the stage for belly or yeah. something like, you know what i mean like <laughs> belly cool like you down i'm down with you you're yeah. really good but you ain't calling yeah that's right um that's a good comparison yeah so it's like all right cool um I learned more about like writing comedy. I learned um, more about like other stuff like improv. I'm really bad at improv, but mm. I learned about it, and I think it's uh, I think it's really good actually. Like if anyone has like social, like social anxiety or what have you, I'd really recommend doing like an improv class or what have you, because mm. it just gets you to like. N- try to not think in every moment, which I have a hard time doing. Yeah. Hence, like, the Brown Man Thinks name. Gotcha. Um. But, um, yeah, I learned a lot. Um, it just didn't see the program taking me anywhere. Um, whereas, like, after the program, I just, like, I didn't see myself being, like, being able to provide for myself. I was going to go into debt. Um, mm. My parents weren't going to pay for the program, um, which is fine. Um, but, like, I just, it, it, I didn't see, like, an end result kind of situation. Yep. So I ended up dropping out, um, and I was sort of – this is where, like, I was really trying to figure out shit because the thing with stand-up and the difference between stand-up and YouTube is once you've come up with a joke on YouTube, written it down, shot it, edited it, uh, put it out, you can't fix it. With a stand-up joke, what everyone was saying is it takes you, I think, five years – is it five years? No, um, that's wrong. It takes you a good year or two to come up with five minutes. Five minutes that you know it's going to kill. Like, no matter wh- who, where you go whatever, these are your five minutes that you have locked down. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably going to be, like, you You got a little bit of recognition. These will be, uh, like, the five minutes you do on, like, um, like Just for Laughs or what have right. you. Like, you'll see a lot of, like, new comics only get, like, five minutes, ten minutes, and that's just them trying to break out. And it's, like for your first um, hour might take you anywhere between five to 10 years. And then it's like significantly gets much wow. faster than that. Yeah. But it's like, okay, now I need content for YouTube, but at, le- at the same time I need content for um, standup. Mm. But I'm in this weird position uh, position now where like, I feel like I'm more famous than I am funny. Mm. Right. So I kind of feel like a hack at this point. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm not that funny. Right. I might be a little funny on YouTube to some people, but me personally, I'm not happy with my development. Right. right? Or I just don't feel like I, I deserve the amount of um, attention that my, uh, my jokes have or what have mm. you. Right. So it's like, what do I do? Do I take a step back and just like do standup only? Um, or do I do YouTube only? And I ended up kind of not doing either. Right. And I moved away from the whole space altogether. Um, There's, like, there's a lot of things that contributed to it. Um, I think, like, my my mom and my my mom just talked to me. She's like, yo, I really don't want you to make these videos. And I was just like, all right, cool. Uh, I stopped. um, I didn't see where it was going, the trajectory. Like, I, I... I was still coming up with certain ideas that I liked, but mm. I was like, I'll do stand-up. But then, like, I never went up and did stand-up again because, like, most of the spots are in, like, Toronto. Right. And mm. I live in Caledon. have to drive out. I would have to... It, it would require, especially at that time, because I was in a significant amount of debt, um, it just was very unfeasible for me. Of course. Um, yeah, and I just, like, I didn't own my own car at that point. Like, right. I was using my parents, and, um, like, obviously, I just have to go with their rules, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up dropping out and my dad gave me an ultimatum. He's like, "Yo, you have to find a different college program, university program or I'm kicking you out of the house." So oh. I was like, "All right, cool." But I was it was in January. So I cut it I like only did one semester of it in January. So now you only have like a couple of different options that like you can go into school in January. Not many yep. programs start in January. So it's like okay, so what can I do? I'm kind of good at this video stuff mm-hmm. and I just like kind of got good by just doing it you know what i mean i'm not the best but i know more than you have like an understanding. The, yeah like some of the other like um comics or whatever were like yo i want to come up with this video sketch or this thing and what have you and i'm like yo um i know how to shoot this yeah. i can shoot this i can edit this i could um i could do other stuff uh as well so it's like all right cool so i ended up uh going to media communications okay in humber college because my th- uh, thought process was I'll figure out how to do the social medias. I'll figure out how to do the video thing. I'll figure out how to do all this stuff, and then I'll um, I'll be straight. Like, I'll, I'll know how to manage myself. I'll yeah. know how to do all this stuff. I'll do comedy on the side. I'll do this on the side. Mm-hmm. Blase, blase, blase. Um, so I did that for about a year until I found out that it was stupid. Freaking media communications was dumb as fuck because... <laughs> Um, straight up, all, my job would have been to hire a filmmaker, overlook them, do social media posts, do, like, a media press release. Right. And I was like, I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. Every Joe Schmo that comes out of, like, um, college or, like, you, you see people that are like, yo, I'm a I'm a social media influencer <laughs> or what have you. And they got, like, a couple of followers, and they're just, like, posting for other people. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this is... This is not Corny, and, like, as far as, like, I wanted to learn more on the video front, and I already knew everything that they were teaching because they, they were just basic classes. It was, like, Video 101, Video 202, and Video 303, <laughs> right? That That's all, those are the three courses that you get within the four years. Yeah. I'm mean, not, uh, sorry, two years, and I was, like, okay, cool. So I'm doing that, and I meet up with, um, I have a, I'm, like, I didn't meet up, but, like, I just contacted Harmon and Bubu randomly. I've been, I, I talked to them a couple of times. We'd, i hung out with them. I'd like, so we we were acquainted, but we weren't like super close. But what have you? So I was just like, yo, uh, what's up? What are you guys saying? Um, what are you saying? And, shit? <laughs> uh, and
2: and how was it that you kind of got familiar with uh, the two of them? Where was this? Uh, was this through your work in like Archery Club? Is this through kind of like knowing Babu through? Um, a lot of the, the his affiliation to like Just Rain and kind of being in this like this brown comedian YouTube space.
4: Uh, it was the more so the brown YouTube comedian yeah. uh, space. Before I'd already been in I think one or two Just Rain videos already. Okay. I had done. Um, I'd hosted an event for uh, Believe Me Music. So like Humble the Poet was a part of that, uh, aka Amazing, mm. uh, B Magic, Noise. Um, And a couple of other talented people, Uh, which is funny. That was the first time I've ever been heckled, but we will get into that later. Um, Yeah, so I was kind of like already in the circle. And before I got recognized by Just Rain's camp, I got kind of recognized by AKA's camp first. Um, but what ended up happening was like, I was like hanging out with them like a lot or what have you, but there's some turmoil that happened within like the group itself where like one of the producers or whatever ended up leaving and that broke up a certain aspect of the group. So I kind of came in as they were... I Guess going their own separate ways, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of them would like stay connected after that, but like I, my, my connect was a person that disappeared too, so gotcha. it was kind of like it was, I was in a weird kind of spot. Yeah. Um, so I just seen them and talked to them in passing, and um, there's a couple of times where I just like I'd come to like the studio or what have you, or like be magic. Um, and they were doing their Zoo Baby stuff and what have you. And bubboo was actually, out, like, he was rapping on that. And, like, I d- was just at the studio and, like, bubboo came through, right? So it's not that, like, I'd, I'd seen them a couple of times. i have interacted with them a couple of times. I think I came out to their old, old office, like, two offices back or what have you. I bought, like, a part of their committee members sweaters before, um, way, way back. Like, their very first. It was a great one, right? Yeah, the gray the one. Long sleeve, yeah. yeah, the very yeah. first drop that they had. Yeah. So yeah, I was just like, I was there. I think uh yeah, I bought that with my own uh, cash. They didn't even give it to me. So <laughs> it was just like so I think they were just like, yo, this guy fucks with us heavy. Yeah. Um so yeah, I just like I rung them up, I was like, Yeah, hey, what's up, what's going on? Um or maybe they got in contact with me and they're like, Yo, we're shooting this video. Do you want to be a part of it? Hmm. Um and I was like, Hell yeah, like well why not? Um and the video was basically um, a video on a mechanic that actually, like, w- is really close to here, and he works on old-school Porsches. Okay. So this is where my love of, um, I guess, video really took off, and my love for um, cars really took off wow. simultaneously, because wow. I didn't like cars either. But yeah. like now I'm, like, a huge, like, oh, I love these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's that's how I got in contact with them. And then, like, um, after that project, they had, like, a an OCT project. was, like, the Ontario Teachers of Colleges where they, or I should say we now, um, go and we uh, interview, like, a teacher that's gotten the President's Award. And um, we just find out their story. It's, like, a documentary-style piece for their website and what have you. Cool. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I like this. This is, like, there's a creative aspect to this. There's a storytelling aspect to this. I'm learning a lot. And then, like, at the beginning, like they wouldn't let me touch the, really touch the camera too much and when they did they just like punk my shots like Carmen's kind of cold sometimes like that <laughs> but he he also like you know what I mean I respect that a lot as well too so i i attribute most of my filmmaking editing whatever abilities to Harmon and Bubu. Mm. but uh yeah so that's just like i just started doing stuff with them and then what ended up happening was it's like yo i'm missing projects now because i am in school and in school i'm not doing the projects that i want to be doing like it's not giving me the right trajectory yeah, yeah, yeah. so i just i dropped out uh, and it, w- it didn't go over too well but i just did it mm. um I had to work, like, factories a couple of times wow. in between or what have you um, just to, you know what I mean, like, pay off some of that debt or um, what. So, yeah, it was, like, it was tough, man. It was, like, so imagine being somewhat popping on um, YouTube. Yeah. Right? But um, then, like, your YouTube, like, it's not that it's not popping, but you're not getting the same amount of views as you get, but you're not getting the same, like, you don't like it as much anymore because, like my mom's kind of shunned it already. Um, I don't feel as um, confident in my abilities or the projects I want to do, they keep getting flopped on. Right. Or people, like, I need people. I want to make skits, but I don't really want to make, like, me talking in front of the camera. Because um, I'm just, like, at that time, when I first started yelling and screaming, I was, <laughs> I was an angry kid. Yeah. I was, uh, like, not too angry, but, like, I had, I just, like, my whole thing was, like, F the world. Like I had like some sort of chip on my shoulder where it was like, I know shit, I don't, whatever. But over the course of that whole process and like taking L's and what have you, like I just really humbled myself and I smoked Mm. so much weed too. (laughs) Like
3: Cush baby. (laughs) Cush,
4: yeah. Like I just I stopped like Stopped, like, wanting to rant. Like, I had nothing... I wasn't angry with anything anymore. Like, I was just, like, kind of content. Like, okay, yeah. cool. There's f- other funny stuff. Like, I wouldn't mind telling, like, stories that happened. But, like, if you go back and you look at some of my content, like, the last two years, three years of my content, I want to say is, like, very non, like... The jokes are not so much... I don't have to do with, like, the sexists. Uh, they don't have to do with, like... Um, relationships or sex or yeah. females or whatever. It's more so kind of like, oh, this is how it happened. I fucked up in this sense. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I like that a lot better too. But yeah, so it's like I'm working in a factory. I'm doing stuff like film work. I'm not getting paid for it. I'm not that good, yeah. right? Like I'm good enough to be like make YouTube videos, but I'm not good enough to be like making quality documentary work where I'm getting paid well for it. Um, And you know what I mean? Like really, really good um, film work. So I kind of just like yeah I worked in factories I like I worked on that I just kept going at it and then uh, worked on some like political uh, videos um, to the point where they started using like more than half their shots was me um, I was like at some videos not all of them or what have you but like uh, what I shot was good they they, they respected it they right. don't like. They don't get scared or whatever. Oh, I'm going to be handing Mahan the camera, what have you. Yeah. Um, So I got The growth was
2: really kind of taking place at this point.
4: Yeah, my growth was happening. But at the same time, I was mad broke and I didn't have any cash. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm working within factories and whatnot. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, Yeah, and then I I dropped the factory situation about, I want to say about two years, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. And I've just been doing um, video projects from that point on. Um, I've been a part of, like, some Just Rain projects. I'm not against the whole comedy sphere. And even now, like, I do want... There's a sense of me that wants to come back. Yeah. But doesn't want to come back as uh, what I used to do. Just, like, Mm -hmm. talking in front of camera or what have you. Um, It's hard now because it's been so long where it's, like the whole expectation on myself there's just a lot now because it's been so long i have a couple of videos that i've filmed but then i don't finish um it's, it's weird because it's like other people's projects i'll do it i'll edit it i'll send it off it's done but when it comes to my projects um or like my stuff i would want to put off for youtube i shoot it i start editing it, and i was like eh, this isn't how i pictured it was going to be all right, I'll come look at this, whatever. Then I get like a couple of projects, I got to shoot something. Mahan, can you please do this? Yeah, sure, because uh, right now, like I'm basically taking any work that's given to me. So it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that, what have you. And um, yeah, so that's that's kind of in like a stagnant mode. But hopefully I'll be able to um, just start putting out projects, not even for the sense of like becoming YouTube famous, Or anything, but, like, um, I just want to be able to show people that, like, this is what I do now. Like, I I do film work. I do good video work. I I can still do, like, content creation. I'll do a little bit of comedy because it's still in me. Like, I still... There'll be days where I just, like, I want to write and I have stuff to say or what have you. But at the same time... Be it, it's different from, like, people know me from being a young teen, a 17-year-old, 18-year-old, yeah. talking about blowjobs, just a horny, horned-up kid, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, and it's like, oh, it's like, like, thanks, man, I appreciate it, but at the same time, it's like, oh, man, I really don't want that to be me I'm now. I've very much changed, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, what you call it? I've changed, to, like, there's, there's, like uh, there's some jokes that I said that was awfully, like, fucking sexist, yeah. honestly, um, but, at the time, I thought I was legitimately being funny. Like, right. I, like my, there, I wasn't trying to whatever. I was just trying to be, like... I wanted to play devil's advocate. So, it was just like, you know, if... Oh, if uh, women have to deal with this, well, we have to deal with this. Right, if right, they right. got to do this, so they got to do that. But it was also playing on, like... It's easy to get views when you talk about girls. It's easy to get views when you talk about, like, brown people. It's a lot harder to get views if you're just, like and say, oh, this is like a funny story that happened to me. Unless something crazy is like, oh, I just got stopped at the border no that's kind of brown uh, yeah. you know what I mean like oh I'm shipping myself off somewhere or 24-hour yeah, yeah. challenge or uh, prank videos or like ridiculous story videos yeah. where it's like none of this is true like this isn't funny yeah. um, I can tell that you're making this up you're over exaggerating it and it's not even like you're over exaggerating it as if it's a joke you're over exaggerating it as if like you're this is but you like this is really what you're trying to say yeah, yeah, yeah. right so it's like all right cool um, yeah, so I definitely do see that, uh, see me coming back at some level in some aspect. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I've been doing music videos, um, documentary work, um, yeah, political stuff, a couple of commercial, uh, commercial videos no and, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. So, so
3: do you feel like you're sustained now with what you're doing now with the, the video work? Like it's pretty good right now?
4: No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I mean, I, I do get paid, and I get paid um, ac- like accordingly or what have you. Um, the only issues I'm having c- right now is because um, I was never able to fully get out of the whole um, debt situation. More so, I was just like, okay, let me pay down the minimums and keep the rest of the money to survive the next round of minimums or whatever, right? Right. So it's like do I go back to um, working a hard labor job or whatever to just make some quick loot? Or do I just kind of postpone this and believe in my kind of vision yeah. by doing that? You're not really going anywhere with your debt at all. Um, so it's, it's interesting in the aspect where like I'm, I'm, I'm getting by so it's cool. And I'm not, uh, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm struggling on the level that I used to struggle mm-hmm. at, but it's like when you're going to get paid, that's kind of like, it's always up in the air. Um, it also depends on the people that you're dealing with whereas like the OCT kind of like documentary stuff or whatever I kind of really do get a grasp of like okay make this here get the video done the invoice goes out, gonna get the payment here whereas like some of the odd jobs or the cash jobs it's like I have no idea I'm dealing with people that are either kind of very unprofessional on the way that they deal stuff on their end or what have you but yeah, like, I'm getting by. It's getting better and better, like, um, so I am I'm I don't see myself stopping, and, in, like, every, every month it seems to be getting, like, there seems to be more opportunities that are presenting themselves to me. Right. So, like, um, the, the trajectory is good, um, but, no, I wouldn't say that I'm still, like, I'm at that point yet. It's still very, like, the work isn't always there, but then randomly, like, I get a whole bunch of stuff, and then, like, I'm waiting, like, maybe a month and a half to get paid, and then that kind of, like really f's up like oh how am i gonna save for this month i don't really know like do i put it all towards debt or like do i sit on some of this and like i it's hard to kind of whatever whereas like if i had a nine to five i'd be like okay i'm gonna get paid i worked this many hours i'm gonna get this check at this time and um yeah so it's it's literally the way that i feel personally is like i gotta keep going down this road i i've gotten a taste for it Um, and just build my skills and my career out to that aspect. I feel like right now my skills are sort of there, but I don't have, like, the portfolio to show for it Um, just yet. As far as, like, the music uh, video end, I can for the documentary and political stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. I see myself either, like... If archery um, has more video projects, just staying with archery. Archery is gang, gang, gang. And I'm always for, with For that. those who don't know, do you mind uh, sharing a little bit about Archery Club? So Archery Club is, um, what you call it? Archery Club, I would say, is the design and video division. Um, uh, okay, let me re- restart this. Archery Club is, uh, is uh, <sighs> Archery <laughs> Club essentially is Harmon and Babu. If you don't know who that is, uh, I guess, go back to the podcast. Um, Yeah, so Harmon and Babu have, I guess, a creative company where they deal with um, creative problems. um, And that could be design-based, website-based, video-based, or any other kind of um, function like that. Photography, not so much, but... In that sense. So in that video division is where I personally work. Gotcha. Um, so every ha- every archery club project, I pretty much have a hand in. Gotcha. Um, that could be little projects where, like, it's an NDP video and it's just, like, an announcement video for Facebook. It could be, like, the bigger documentary stuff. Yeah. Whether if I'm not even shooting it, I'll probably be editing it in some aspect. Or So I am archery. The thing with archery is that it's not only... Video and it's not always video. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to build my portfolio a little bit so right. I can have my own company. Okay. Where amazing. I have, huh?
2: I mean, that's amazing.
4: Yeah. So, like, it's it's kind of there. I see like plebs having worse videos and they have like a video <laughs> company. Yeah. But I I couldn't do that because like I just I don't know. There's there's if you care about something, there's this level of like I'm shook it you know what i mean like mm. if you care about something you're just like oh man i, I hope i don't fuck this up yeah, whereas like there's a lot of people out there that's like oh, just just get the shot man what are you, what yeah, are you yeah. doing there <laughs> just get the fucking shot you, you chop it up you throw some colors on there you call it a day
2: bing bang boom
4: yeah that's it right um and I attribute Harmon and Bubbu to make my video skills a lot better, too, in the sense that not even... Because these guys aren't, I wouldn't say technically the best um, filmmakers, but man, are their stories good. Like, they're really good storytellers. Um, they know what the point of the video is. They know where, why, where the video is going. They know what the direction is. They might not know the best framing, the... Uh, the best lens or what have you for um, and it's not that they don't know or what have you but technically speaking they're not the most technically inclined but as far as like the story goes which is essentially the most important part of the video to begin with right um, so they've taught me a lot about that, like the storytelling uh, process. How do you properly shoot a video? How do you, how do you properly think about it? What's the purpose? What's the point? Like they have me thinking these bigger questions. Whereas like before, a lot of videographers they just show up. It's like yep. okay, this is what I'm shooting. All right, cool. And I'm gonna shoot that right. and call it a day, and then not do anything more than that. Right. So. Yeah, like that's that's basically that's basically it. So I don't know. I I'm hoping that I, I do like either find a creative agency mm. where I also do some side work at the same time, yeah. and then just kind of become put myself in a nice stable position where I'm not stressed out all the time, right. and then kind of work on that uh, my own company, own website yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of situation. Um, not website. Sorry, like my own brand as far as like things cuz i i've seen the way um people wor- work in like the music video world and there's there's some money to be made there's yeah, there's yeah, yeah. real money to be made and um yeah that's all i can say um i li- i like the idea of shooting music videos when i get to shoot it the way that i want to shoot yeah. it um yeah i think yeah, I don't have much more to say. So <laughs> no, uh,
3: you mentioned possibly getting back into YouTube, maybe doing some videos here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your boys, uh, we got some <laughs> yeah. ideas for you. Oh, yeah? Um. So, first, you know how social experiment videos are popping right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I got this idea. <laughs> uh huh. You go on Tinder, right? right. You start swiping, swiping, oh, okay. swiping. You match up with the girl. You start a pleasant conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like uh, this show. I enjoy this cheese. It's delicious. Right. You arrange a meetup. Uh-huh. Guess what happens? What? She's there at the Loblaws. I show up uh-huh. in your place. Ooh. And I say, hey, I'm Mahan. She's like, wait, no, you weren't the guy in the pictures. Yeah. You're disgusting. And I'm like, no, <laughs> hold on. I But I love that show. And I start saying, oh, all the shows and shit you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, shit. I, and then she starts looking at your profile, but it's deleted, right? Yeah, yeah, And then she's shocked. Right. So this... The, that segment it's gonna be called tricked. Tricked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's
2: not like catfishing because everything about it is real minus the photo, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not catfishing at all.
4: I mean, it's technically catfishing, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It's called <laughs> but, tricked. But, but it's called but, but being you just tricked. got tricked. But um, I do like the uh, the <laughs> I do like the direction of it because it's like kind of anti gold digger. Yeah, yeah. Video yeah. where it's like it's okay. Oh, uh, oh! You don't want to? Uh, uh, you want to get a date with me? Uh, no? Okay, let me just go in my really sick whip. Yo. That's right, bitch! At <laughs> least you wanted me oh, now. those are the right? worst. Day. <laughs> Whereas this, it's kind of like, oh yeah, no, girl. Um, and you could actually make the girl turn out to be, oh yeah, women are actually wonderful. Like they, they took a, she took a chance on me. Yeah, sure, I didn't didn't look exactly like my pictures, but you are a very <laughs> handsome fellow. So I don't think you're gonna get. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. You're not gonna get slapped around. She might be like. Oh, oh, you're a little bit uh, darker than I expected. <laughs> but you just Whoa. be like, hey, yeah, they're sitting in the sun a little bit. Like, what you, what's wrong with a little sun? That's exactly
2: it. That's the whole point. You know, get into colorism, and get you, into some really deep topics.
4: Yeah, and then just show how great women are, just like yeah. how accepting they are of you. And like, hey, like, yeah, this isn't the beautiful brown guy that I thought this was going to be, but here's another really beautiful brown guy <laughs> exactly. that also cool. likes the exact same things as me. And yeah. uh, I, I'm up for this. You know? It's not
2: catfishing at all. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> that's, like getting that's, tricked. that's that's gonna be the tagline of the show.
4: Whoa, you just got tricked. <laughs> I mean, what do you do, man? I got I got catfished a couple of times. Like, Whoa, for yeah. real? Yeah, Talk like no, no really like yo, this is a whole different being. Like it's like uh, I sorta see it, but I don't. Like Whoa. you kinda look like this person. But you don't kind of look like them. And then what do you do in that case? Like, what if you just don't photograph the way that you look? Like, that's just you always. Yeah. (laughs) That's just it. You know, like, uh, from how uh, how I met your mother, Barney's like always on point. Yeah, yeah. You're just always sloppy. It doesn't matter. Take a picture, you just don't look like yourself. And I was like, oh, man. I was always wondering that. It's like, I wonder if I really do look like my pictures. Because, like, I get, like, sometimes, like, uh, girls will be like, I thought you were going to be taller, which is, like, that's, that's kind of, like, I get that a lot, which really? is, like, it's like oh, I'm Oh, I'm fuck sorry, off. This uh. is genetics. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, from the videos, I don't get, like, oh, you look a little, a lot different. But from, like, my pictures, sometimes, like, yeah, you look kind of different. And I was just, like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, my bad. <laughs> I yeah, mean, at least at this. least none of my pictures are basically selfies. Yeah, someone no right. else yeah. took them. So. Yeah, someone
2: else took them. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not so on
4: my hand. I didn't <laughs> go there.
2: Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, the trick it's always it's always there for you. It's in <laughs> vault <laughs> shooting January twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah we we'll put it in the vault. You know, we'll put yeah, it yeah. we'll put it on the uh, the drawing board for you. Social experience. Yeah, exactly. I feel
4: like that's, this is kind of new. <laughs> uh, I should try that out.
3: And
2: look. <laughs> mm, um, no, I mean something something that you very much mentioned was. Uh, that I I wanted to talk to you more about is how kind of formulaic uh, the quote unquote path to success in the YouTube world kind of seems, whether it be what you were kind of explaining about how people kind of get their views, what the content that they're talking about is, whether it falls under this rant type thing or like 10 types of blah, 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 or if it's a social experiment or if it's a prank or et cetera, et cetera. There's like these, at at least in the comedy realm, there is this kind of formula to, to how people go about sharing their work. Um, and one that while it wasn't the driving factor to your comedy, um, one, just because of the color of your skin and two, perhaps just due to, um, the experiences that you bring up, you end up being categorized in this, like this Brown comedy bubble. Yeah, yeah. Um, and something that's very much a part of that, going back to what you started saying about Russell Peters is that yeah. it stems from the Brown experience. Yeah. Um, and so much of who we now associate uh you know brown comics with a mm-hmm. lot of them come from YouTube, yeah. but more importantly, a lot of their comedy stems from the the same core it stems from yeah. this like this struggle, this idea of like a trying to identify trying to understand your identity yeah. um and you know there's so much success has kind of come from that right um but at the same time uh, something that Navika and I kind of ask ourselves quite often is like there's gotta be a there's a threshold right there's gonna be yeah. a point where. For example, if, like, some some 15-year-old kid starts reciting these same kind of deals. I mean, here's the thing. is that That's what's up for conversation, I suppose. Is yeah. Maybe it's different now in the year 2017 for a 15-year-old brown boy. Um,
4: I don't think so. Don't I think, always I mean, see, yeah. every, like, four years, I always see a new kid with the exact same brown parent jokes. Mm. Um, and I think it's just, like, you know what I mean? Every generation, like, every... You know what I mean? Every, like, five years, there's, like, one 18-, 19-year-old. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. like, has the 16-year-olds on lock right. on YouTube or what have you. Um, I personally put myself in that my, that situation myself yeah. by naming myself Brown Man Things. Right.
2: Um but that also stems from the fact that, as you said, like you grew up in a place like Calgary. Yeah, you know,
4: I mean, I feel like there's levels to it. Um, for me personally, I don't make, um, or I don't know if I have, I might have made one, like, brown things or whatever, mm-hmm. but for my personal thing, is like I try to just stick to, like, stories that actually happen to me right. rather than being like, oh, all brown parents or all brown auntie or all brown this or like kind of like this because yeah. um, I just feel like it's ungenuine to me. Right. Whereas, like, if I was talking about my experience, my dad really did that to me, and what have you, and it's something funny that happens, and he happens to be brown and whatnot. I think that's a better story and I think it's like by doing that like it's you're now I'm uh, able to like also transcend to like maybe like a Korean immigrant family or what have you opposed to being like all brown things are this but yeah yeah. yeah, I totally get it and a lot of people do kind of get stuck in this bubble where like all they're known for is the brown comedy I'd say like Just Rain was like that where like he was not getting any more growth um, and he was strictly just known in the brown community and then once Vine popped off then like you'd see like other people like you saw this other side of comedy like he also has this like really weird funky kind of funny style as well um and it isn't only just like brown stuff or what have you um but i mean like he has other things that are limiting him and not that he can't overcome those limits or what have you right whereas like um superwoman is kind of like very um she her audience is different and she's also like, she's, she's, she's a pretty female, um, and that can just go a really long way. Whereas like, Just Rain is a kid, uh, or not kid, he's older than me, but he's Just Rain, someone with a turban and a beard, and he just has to be that much better. To be on the same competing level, just because you look different, like the, you know what I mean, like you, yep. to brown people is like we've seen turbans all the time, like it's not a big deal. Right. Um, whereas it's like the
2: grander, the grander audience.
4: Yeah, the grander audience mm-hmm. would kind of be whatever, and he was able to do that when like Vine was really popping, Certainly. and I think he's still doing it great on Snapchat or whatever. Sometimes it doesn't translate fully, but I think he's doing a well, good job balancing it. Where like I've <laughs> seen other YouTubers where like. They were brown, they stick brown, and that's all they're doing. And they only make social commentary on the brown community. And, hey, man, if you want to go for a targeted demographic, I can totally understand that. Like, you can totally be that guy that just can make a living just in that one demographic. You don't right. need to be, you know what I mean? You can yep. be nipsy hustle about it, yep. do your own grind, have your long good, like, supporters, and yep. call it a day. Um yeah, so, like, I ain't mad at anything. Honestly, like, as long as the people are okay with the decisions that they're making, because this YouTube shit, like, it's it's going to come back to you at some point right. on some level on some weird thing that you never expected. Yeah. Um, as long as you can live with it, like, by all means, go for it. Um, the Brown YouTube space is um, beautiful. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's great talent there. There's people I love. There's, like... Um, yeah, man, Bra- great. the space is great. Um, fucking Instagram comedy up. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Instagram comedy will get good over time, no too. It won't.
3: It's bad. It's the worst.
4: Yeah, it's horrible. It's actually pretty Instagram repulsive. comedy, man. But why does everything have to do with cheating? Why is everything Yo, about infidelity? It's all cheating. Talk like, to him. Talk to him. You I'm know like,
2: what? Before you go into this, hold out that thought for 30 seconds. Yeah. Let's jump into our last segment of the show called Soup of the Day, sponsored by Campbell Soup. Get it with 50% less salt. Campbell Soup. Go ahead. Drop your knowledge about Instagram comedy. That.
4: It's like why is everything about infidelity? Like, why is everyone <laughs> cheating always? And then like everyone's worried that they might get caught cheating, which is like, like, why am I sympathizing for the <laughs> cheater? Yes. <laughs> you know what 100%. I mean? Like w- you, you just broke this girl's heart. You yep. freaking you're hiding other girls underneath the bed, and then all of a sudden you're gonna give a dramatic like sound effect as soon as the girl leaves. It's like, oh man great joke like yeah. that, i there's there's no joke to it there's no <laughs> fucking element to it and it's like it's sad because like some of these people were actually good on vine but it's like maybe they just can't make long form com- uh, uh, yeah. comedy or maybe they this like the length has like I don't know. I really don't understand why there isn't higher level comedy on Instagram. I don't know if it's like they're pumping the system where like you only view the really popular people and that results in more views and more whatever. But it's like... King Batch, man. Like, that guy was kind of funny on Vine. Way, way back when he just, like... Remember that Vine where, like, he did that hop... Like, he did a hop over the fucking thing, and he's like, that backflip, though, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, someone's getting... Someone's being robbed. He doesn't rob, he does something uh, different. So there's that element of surprise. But it's in seven fucking seconds. You can't have that element of surprise in two minutes. um, With no basis, no build-up, no whatever. It's like, man... I guarantee if there's an Instagram <laughs> comedian with over 100K, half his videos are about cheating. <laughs> half <laughs> of them are about <laughs> cheating. A hundred percent. And the other 25% has to do with some sort of female thing, yep. some sort of relationship thing. And then the last bit is some really bad bro comedy where it's just like, yo, bro, I don't know, something about video games, something about them sitting in front of a thing. Yep. But it has no... <sighs> You ever see something that's so bad and you don't understand why? <laughs> <laughs> well, all the it's time because eh? this
3: whack comedy appeals to everybody. These little kids are all dying in the comments whereas there won't be any Nathan Fields or like Instagram videos yeah, cuz no like no that's like small section of people that get that and love but that. But are
4: they dying off of it? Like I don't I don't see it. I don't like everything had a joke in it. Timmy, uh, Timmy, Timmy, think like uh, Yellow. Way back in the day, like if I look some of it, some of his bad stuff, like way back eight years ago, nine years ago, it's still better than the IG stuff <laughs> out right now. It's like, and it's the same video. It's like it's literally the same video. It's either they remake the same video, they add a little bit, they make get a hotter model for a different thing, right. um, or they get something that sticks and they keep making the same thing over and over again um and then they just delete the video and repost it yeah, yeah, yeah. again and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> is going on man um some of these vine like youtubers they're pretty decent but the reason why they're uh they're pretty good is because they like all pay for editors and they have someone else that's following along right with them it's not even like they're doing a one-on-one like selfie cam yeah, style yeah, yeah. thing um I don't know if you've seen some of like these like female um, comedians where like they're they're the ones that are getting cheated on or doing the <laughs> cheating or what yeah, have you. Yeah, yeah. But if you see some of their YouTube channel, oh, my God, kill me, please. Yeah. Just Hey, guys, just going to the mall today. <laughs> we're going to go with Brittany, and then we're going to go, and we're going to find these people, and then we're going to shoot a nice video. It's going to be a great day. Okay, come on, pooches. <laughs> and then they go off, and then that's the whole thing, the whole day, and I'm just like yo this is like kim kardashian 2.0 yeah. mm-hmm. no content no thing but she's mad fly like i can't even like front i'd be on her page if she wasn't making comedy right um I don't hey at
3: least I know. you're honest <laughs> no there's literally a vine where like this girl Oh, he catch. she catches her man cheating on her his phone or whatever yeah and he throws a bomb at her he throws a grenade yo i
4: saw that i saw that still yeah like oh, that's
3: your God. solution <laughs> you cheating? Like oh. yeah, just kill it real quick.
4: As soon as the iPhone 10 came out, all these videos on like the face, face rec- recognition. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna get me when I'm asleep. My nerd side <laughs> is like, it only works when it's on. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid! <laughs> His eyes have to be open. You.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! How do we make how do we make Instagram comedy better? Right now, let's have a brainstorm circle real quick.
4: How do we make it better? Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just make the rule that you can't do anything about infidelity. <laughs> yeah, 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 no more. And infidelity they have one. to come up with someone something better. There's a there's some good um, Instagram comics out there. They just don't get the rep that they need. There's this guy named Gus something. Okay. And he makes like his videos can range between ten minutes on YouTube to seven seconds. Wow. And it is great. Like he's just uh, social commentaries, um, sketches. Um, he'll like, you know, when like there's like, um, remake people are remaking videos and they purposely make it bad. Like he'll like cut out, he'll draw like a house or whatever, have a hand in front of like a carpet or whatever, (laughs) and then pull those things, like those pieces in and out and then like have them acting out as like the cop or whatever, like a (laughs) pencil as a gun. like, like literally like really, really like bootleg, but bootleg, like he knows that it's bootleg. So it's funny. Like he works with, it's like a very like mockumentary kind Mm. of, um, thing they exist guys just don't give up um just don't like just know that the discover page is cancer <laughs> yeah. on all Boy, levels
2: boycott infidelity boycott infidelity on instagram and in real life please
4: yeah and mm. uh the discovery page as yeah well. yeah boycott yeah. the
2: discovery page i agree there's a lot of dumb shit on there we pretty much reached the end of this podcast mahan thank you so much for sitting down with us today man um, Amen. we've learned a lot about yeah. you a lot more than we uh, we had expected to learn mm-hmm. obviously um kind of being in a in a public place um, and uh, having creative work being up for criticism is like a very scary thing. And something that we always think about too, is, uh, especially as viewers, you never or not never, but more often than not, you're not thinking about what kind of place, uh, an individual is in on like an emotional and mental front when, uh, yeah. when a body of work is coming out. And a lot of times. Uh, When we think of like these artists or when we think of people that we really look up to who have the platform to speak on these things, Mm -hmm. we understand. We understand why Eidowitz and Harpers was like the saddest shit ever because of all the crap that Kanye went through, you know? We understand why why people make work that's like angry or frustrating because they have a platform to explain themselves later on. Um, So we very much are thankful that you kind of decided to open up and, and share a lot of that with us today. Um, we're certainly hopeful that uh, comedy is a as a realm that you choose to enter again or choose to work on again.
4: I mean, I'm well, thanks again for having me. Of I course, really appreciate man. it. Um, and yeah, even if I'm like not doing comedy for myself, like I've been doing it for other people. yeah, um, man, stay funny for your for your friends. For yeah, your, like I, friends. I'm on. Just for, yeah, check out Just free <laughs> I'm on his stuff. The double plug. Yeah, double plug. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm still very active in doing stuff in the comedy realm. I still love it very much. Yeah. Um, I did take a, a break from the limelight. I don't know if I might come back um, with my own shit. There's a might thing, because if I say I will, then there's like that anticipation. Yeah, of course, right? oh No God. worries. Oh, God. But I'm still very much in the comedy space and video space, whether they marry themselves together on uh, Brown Man Thinks channel. Uh, you'll see. Actually, um, check my channel out after you've uh, seen a video um, or not. There's sh- what When's this coming out?
2: Uh, in the new year. First yeah. first week. Yeah, first week of the new year. So
4: there's a good chance there's something out, if you guys want to. Uh, you know, it's a free world. Do whatever no, you want. No, please do. No, uh-huh. don't, I'm not even gonna say please.
2: Just do it. Just do it, okay? Okay, Thank
4: thanks. You. I appreciate that. Yeah, you <laughs> do it. You, you, you scumbag- dinguses? yeah, we
2: call our other friends. We call them floppers, but floppers. Yeah, they're floppers. Uh, so that, don't that hits flop. a little bit too. That's too, right. Oh yeah, don't flop on the damn video. Watch. Go to Brand Thinks on YouTube and watch these videos. Thank you again for listening. Episode 34. I'm Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka the Tamil Hemingway, aka Mr. Date Girl with you, aka Bash me outside because I'm fighting I just
3: get beat up. aka Little Poopy Dirt. I'm here with. It's Navek aka Navep aka the Tamil Tyrese aka Big Seon aka Aziz Ban. Sorry, go ahead, drop them, drop them all.
4: It's uh Mahan aka Brown Man Thinks aka BMT aka Um Young Cocoa Butter aka Young Nutella Sauce aka Go Clean or Go Fast (laughs) (laughs) aka (laughs) See Me with uh Shit. A.K.A. I don't know what the fuck to say. A.K.A. I'm going to ride in your dad's car one day. Aka, and we're going to have friends.
2: A.K.A. I'm about to put $500 in Bitcoin in. Yeah, yes. 100%. Put
4: your money on <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin. Put your money in. Uh, don't put it in Ripple because I'm putting it in Ripple. <laughs> F all y'all. I need these gains. Um, Litecoin's the future. Um, Cryptocurrency. F all these bankers, man. They want to take over central banking system. And we out. <laughs>
2: Undergarments right. are for corporate scum. See you in the future. Goodbye.
3: See ya.
5: That closure was the way She exposed my name and shame now Time is in their face But I'm still developing Enveloped in the elephant Of the room I'm already in I don't give a fuck It's irrelevant Same issues, chains, pearls, and tissues Would you change if I claimed I missed you? Words I love you is misused The struggle and you Just wanna cuddle and kiss you Now I'm double muddled and pissed too for Pete's sake. Generations of mobile phones, even though these girls hormones are most unknown. Implants, at 14, she was looking fresh apart from her weave. I prefer natural on girls, even when I think about it now, the gag and hoe. But not physically, think about you and another man, it sickens me. No, I'm sure that you haven't, even if you have, then I'm sure that I'd have him. I said I'm sure that I'd smack him like the end of a party, everything stopped happening. Maybe your brain mutated. even though they're in the fall, she'd be sedated, but I don't mind to reignite the fire besides from that weed we lighten. If you try to ask me why, that I've lied and you're tired of that. I don't claimed to be in a state that closure was the way she exposed my name and the shame and I'm supposed to tell you all them time and in the place but still developing enveloped in the elephant of the room I'm already in I don't give a it's irrelevant
1: The curtains dividing the platform from the hall were drawn, for no other reason than that Mr. Westonbury enjoyed drawing them back. The clock struck eight, and Mr. Westonbury, with his own inimitable air of providing the most important item of the evening's entertainment, drew them back. Miss Evesham gave a gasp of horror, for there, on the platform, was the wooden table, the altar she supposed. And on it was Hector, her Hector, whom she had left asleep by the fire, now spirited here by some infernal means and standing motionless, not moving a muscle or twitching a whisker, hypnotized. And behind the altar was Miss Perrot, looking more witch-like than ever, hatless, her white hair falling about her face, wearing a long black coat and leaning on a stick. Then came the culmination of the horror, for the witch hobbled to the edge of the platform, looked down into the well of the hall, fixed her gimlet eye on Miss Evesham, and said in a voice that
3: froze the blinding...